Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first Holding Court episode of 2022, episode 59. Today, we are sharing our New Year's resolutions and other people's, and maybe you can get inspiration to have the best year yet. And we're also sharing how the first half of our RV trip is going, all coming up right now on Holding Court. Boom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Wait, that was so sad. That was really sad. I'm going to try it again. Okay. There we go. I don't know. Maybe they only work within an hour of the New Year. I think they work. Good on the little video we took last night. Yeah, we had fun. We did a very long, relaxing dinner in Chicago and it was on the river. It was beautiful at RPM Seafood. I think we sat there for what, three hours? Three and a half, really. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, Just to, I don't know, take it slow and kind of take a moment to reflect on 2021. And then right before uh, midnight, we went downstairs right on the river. They opened up the, I guess it's not doors, but they had like the, I don't know, covering of the restaurant and opened it up and watched a beautiful fireworks show on the river. So it was a pretty good way to ring in the new year. No, it was awesome. It was, uh, so the top three floors are RPM seafood and then the bottom floor is actually, um, pizzeria Portofino and it's all owned by the same group. So we went down to Portofino, they opened up the things and we were literally right on the river and I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, you're, you're on the river and there's buildings all around. I'm like, okay, like what kind of fireworks show could they possibly do here? But it definitely didn't disappoint. I know. And I feel like being in the baseball world, we just get so many fireworks shows. So I feel like it can, I don't know. I still think that they're really cool and they're magical. So I'm not anti-fireworks show. I know some people like, oh gosh, let's get out of here before the fireworks just because we've seen it so many times. But I feel like this one definitely hit different. And like you said, we didn't know what to expect on Mm -hmm. the river, but, and it was foggy and there was some misting happening. So it was almost kind of I don't know. It was a it was a vibe for sure, but it was really, really pretty. We posted a video of it if you want to check it out. It definitely wasn't as over the top as some fireworks shows. I know we've done New Year's in Vegas a few times and they that is like the longest fireworks show I've ever yeah, seen like in my it's so long where you almost feel like it's a little excessive, but I don't know, it was a good time. And here we are in the future. Well, not in the future, in 2022. <laughs> and this is the future. It's a day later. Yeah. Are you a big, we kind of talked about it a little last night, but are you big on resolutions? I feel like you're not. Not really. I don't really have, I don't know if I've ever really like nailed down a, a New Year's resolution and really committed to it. So is it more you just don't want to break a resolution or you just aren't into the whole new year, new me? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think, I don't think there's anything like big that I'm like want to change that I'm ready to commit to for a year, I guess. I, I could probably do some like little stuff and be better at it to try to, you know, improve my lifestyle, I guess, but 
I just haven't really like done it. Like you've done some good ones. Interesting. Just don't see any areas for improvement. No, I literally no, I just know. said I need to, <laughs> there's probably a lot of areas that yeah. I can do that are smaller that I can commit to, but I, I just feel like I always am trying to be better at stuff. Yeah. In general. I think people blow their load. Wow. On a <laughs> on a New Year's resolution that is just destined to be broken. And so I yeah. think that's why a lot of people I think are over resolutions because they just don't want to break them. So why even make them? And I don't know, just saying, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day or I'm going to lose X amount of pounds or I'm going to only spend 20 minutes on social media every day. Like you're just setting yourself up for failure. So a few that I've done, not that I'm the resolutions guru, but a few that I've done that I feel like were I don't know. I feel good at the end of the year Achievable. when I, yeah, when I think that I, or when I know that I've done them, I've said work out three times a week for at least 30 minutes. And that can just be taking the dogs for a 30 minute walk. If the week is super busy or it can be a full blown workout class or hike or whatever. And I've set that, I think now the last three years and I've always done it. So is it considered a new year's resolution if you're doing it like multiple years in a row or has that just become lifestyle? Yeah, I think it becomes more of a lifestyle thing. Like I actually end up pretty much doing something every single day yeah. active. Like I just, I do better. I feel better uh, about myself and just my overall energy if I'm doing something every single day. And sometimes, you know it, it'll be 1130 at night and we're walking the dogs down the block and back and that's it. But it's just something to say, I got my legs moving and got my heart going a little bit. And so I think that that would be, I don't know, my, my best advice for a resolution. I know last year, I think I mentioned it maybe on the last episode, but my three drink maximum, mm -hmm. which any of my Bravo fans will remember the matchmaking show where she said, if you're going to go on a first date, two drink maximum. She also said many other rules, but they're not appropriate to repeat on. <laughs> the holding court podcast and I think that one was good for me because yeah. I think a lot of times while well, I talked about anxieties around events or different things or being at a wedding and that just feeling that you have to have a drink in your hand or you have to be drinking or I don't know it becomes a crutch and then I don't know I just didn't love it and I don't love how I feel when I drink a lot Obviously, no one loves how they feel the next yeah. day when they drink. So I don't know. And I think there were definitely some friends that were like, really? Like, you're not going to be fun anymore? Which, whatever. I was always fun. <laughs> Sober Courtney's fun. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I'm making it sound like I was like completely out of control with drinking. But I think there would be nights where you go to an event and you have three or four glasses of wine. And the next day you're like, uh, I don't feel great. Why did I do that? Did I need to do that? So I think setting the three and it wasn't super strict where I'm like, well, here's my third. I'm done. It was just more like just being aware and being mindful of the drinking and the reason behind it. I actually read a book this year. It was in my book club and I feel like the girls didn't love, let me look this up. Sorry. You fully can hear me looking this up. I usually am more discreet, but there was, oh, quit like a woman. And we had it in our book club and it was just about 
I don't know. It's called the radical choice to not drink in a culture obsessed with alcohol. I think people either loved it or they hated it. I think the people that hated it probably enjoyed their drinking and maybe felt, I don't know, personally attacked by the book. <laughs> but there were there were a lot of good points in it. And I'm not saying read it, but it it definitely makes you think about how things are marketed to people and the image that it gives off when you're drinking. And I mean, honestly, drinks sometimes just sounds like a good time. Like, oh, let's go out for an espresso martini or, oh, let's have a bottle of wine. We're going to watch this on TV or, oh, we're barbecuing and watching football. What do you need? A beer. So I think it's just that I'm going off on like a side tangent, but I don't know. That was the one that, that I kind of set for last year along with the working out. And I think it was realistic. Um, it helped that we are still in a pandemic and there wasn't a whole lot of events or trips or travel and all of that. Um, I don't know. I think the less that you also announce something like that, I think the less it's going to get a response from your friends or your family. Like if I were to, when I went to Cabo in August with my girlfriends, if I would have started the trip being like, ladies, just to let you know, like I'm cutting it off at three, they would have probably been like, okay. Or like, wait, what? Like you, I don't know. It just would have put the focus on the wrong thing. Whereas it's just more about me being mindful and aware in situations of what I want and how I want to feel. Yeah. I think the hardest part is if someone were to consider like the three drink a day maximum mm -hmm. is they look down the line and they're like, well, I could do that most of the time, but then what about my birthday? What about 4th of July? What about New Year's Eve? Like, how am I supposed to do it then? Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's just like any other day, really. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's again, just like the social media, like you got to ask yourself and, and don't get me wrong. Like I love having a drink. Like, you know, we had our special martini last, last night. I love my glass of Japanese whiskey. And but did you I'm notice not, I capped it at three? I know you did. <laughs> you always do. You made it the whole year. <laughs> but my point is, is like, just like the social media is like asking why you're doing it. Like, why am I drinking? Is it like a social thing? Is it to mask something? Are you going through something? And then also, I mean, how does it make you feel the next day? Because really all you're doing is punishing yourself the next day, um, making yourself feel like crap. So if you can make that tough mental choice, I guess, to limit yourself and mix in waters or mix in soda water <laughs> and lime, like a little mocktail in there. Yeah. Um, you know, to make yourself feel better the next day and obviously be more productive. I think, uh, you know, it'll lead to a better year, a better lifestyle for, I know. throughout the year. I get mad at myself the next day and I don't know what it is, but I, it could be something in, in wine or whatever, but I'll even have a glass or two of wine and I know the next morning like by how I feel. And I'm someone that will get mad at themselves for, I don't know, not feeling great in the morning because yeah. you just feel like you wasted your morning or your day or, or all of that. And then it's kind of like a ripple effect of you didn't get something done that you didn't want to, you didn't get to go to the gym or what have you. So I don't know, just a little thought for you, but I don't know. I feel like with you, it's probably just you don't want to set, I don't know. You just don't want to set something or. I don't know. I think now we're at a point in our lives where when we have a drink, it's to enjoy it. It's not to, you know, it's not to try to 
get a buzz or <laughs> get hammered or whatever. It's like, oh man, I really want to just sit down and enjoy a drink where, you know, sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, I'm just going to pound and pound and pound and try to get. I know. I think about it up, with bartenders now where I'll get a cocktail and it'll be really strong. And I think 21 year old Courtney would have appreciated this because obviously you're getting more bang for your buck and yep. you're buying a drink in college or whatever. But now I, I mean, I've brought drinks back to the bar <laughs> and said, can you add soda water to this? Can you make it less strong? Because I'm like, you're not doing me any favors by giving me an extra stiffy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe you are, but uh, yeah, it's just funny. Now you get like a stiff drink and you're like, Oh, what are you trying to do to me? Yeah. But like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, you would have been thrilled to be like, oh, this is double. Like, yeah. I didn't even have to pay for it. This I is wonderful. They gave me a triple. All right. Yeah. So I don't know. If you were yeah. to have a resolution this year, what would it be? More dog walks as I'm looking at you holding Mooner? No, I think, you know, we get so busy all the time, like doing stuff and like running here and going there. And, and I think I mentioned to this, or I mentioned this to you um, a week or two ago. I, th I think just trying to, set a like a cutoff where we're done like doing stuff for everyone at an out certain hour of the night and then it's just like time for us to shut down instead of like running errands or doing things or working until nine ten o'clock at night and then the day's over and it's like oh we're getting in bed and there's no like time for us to unwind I want to like try to set like a Okay, once seven o'clock hits, and obviously it's different during the season because right. the schedule won't allow for that. But you can't just say at seven o'clock that you're gonna yeah <laughs> take off <laughs> done working. No, that's time to start working. You're but like, sorry, Dave, I'm gonna take this night off. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I I think we kind of push back a lot of our stuff till later in the day, and then we end up running errands right up until the end of the night when stuff's shutting down. And then come home and it's like get in bed. And I've, I feel like we need to take a few more hours a day for us to enjoy and wind down before we get in bed. I like that. And that's a perfect segue into uh, I had asked listeners on Instagram to send their New Year's resolutions. I think I did it last year. I just love reading them. Um, there's always the classic ones, um, but I'll go through a quick list of a few. But I think that that kind of ties in, and we had talked about it on the previous episode with Ilana, the setting boundaries. And I think for me, where obviously I still, I work for the foundation and I work freelance in marketing, but I don't have those set hours where I kind of look at it as, oh, it's not really a job. Like I'm doing, I'm running the foundation, I'm doing all of this, but I don't see it as, Oh, I have work tomorrow it's or often, five. yeah. Or when people ask me, Oh, what do you have going on tomorrow? I'm like, Oh, I have work. And I always feel like they're kind of looking at me like, Oh, okay. Like, sure you do. But so I think for me, it would be similar along those lines of setting like office hours, like, Oh, tomorrow I'm in the office from this hour to this hour. Because I think with the phone, it's changed it so much where now there's this expectation. Like you'll even send a text or an email, not necessarily you, but you as a person, someone We'll send a text or an email. And if you're not hearing back from that person, even if it's after the typical nine to five or eight to four, or whatever people do. Or on a weekend or on yeah. a holiday. Yeah. And 
there's just this thought of like, what are they doing? Like, I know they have their phone on them. And yeah. uh, we actually have a guest um, on the podcast next week. And that's going to talk a lot about setting boundaries. And I've seen a lot on her social media where she just shuts it off on the weekends. And she probably has so many emails come in and so many requests because she's so busy, you know, running her company and running her social media. And she has so many things going on. And she's just like, I'm not in the office on Saturday, Sunday. Like my phone is in my hand. I might see your email, but you're not going to get an email back from me. And that is just how it is. So I think just setting, setting boundaries in like overall is something that I would like to throw in as my third layer of my New Year's resolution of just being better about um, just focusing on what you need and not so much how, what you need to do for other people. Because I think, sure, my phone's in my hand. And there's always that that thought of you get a text and you don't respond to that person right away. And then you are maybe on... I don't know, social media, or you liked a photo and then you're like, oh crap, I didn't respond to that person yet. Now they know I'm on my phone, but I didn't get back to their email or I didn't get back to their text. Like, what are they going to think? And it's like, it's fine just yeah. because you have the text. And I think on the new iPhone, there's a um, a feature that where you can put do not disturb and it'll actually send a text back that says your friend has their notifications silenced. Yeah. And I kind of just want to leave that on 24 seven. <laughs> I got it. I got it from Scott last night when I texted him. Oh, Casimir. Yeah. yeah. It, it came up and it said he's in do not disturb. He was on was DND. Like, oh, yeah. And I think also with my Apple watch, I have friends that will say, well, I know you're wearing your watch or I'll yeah, even do it with my mom. True. If it, I can't get a hold of my mom, never I'll say, take that watch off. I'll say <laughs> even at formal events, it is on my <laughs> wrist. I'll say to my mom, like, why are you not responding? Are you okay? And I start to get worried because you just assume that someone has some form of technology, whether it's the watch, the phone, the laptop nearby. And so, yeah. hey, why are you not responding to me? And it's almost like when you really think about it, it's kind of, if you put it in the context of that person standing in front of you and they would say something to you and then you'd be like, oh, I'm not available right now. And then you'd be like, hello. Like it would be yeah. <laughs> when you think of it in like a, as an in-person interaction, I think it would be wild. But so I think for me, just worrying less about what other people are going to need from me or that what they're expecting from me in terms of, I don't know, texting or emails or all of that, because we've talked about before with the foundation, like I'm responding to probably a lot of emails that I shouldn't even respond to yeah. <laughs> or sometimes I don't know we get a lot of things that shouldn't go to the foundation and I'll I'll come up with a response a lot of the times um and I'll feel obligated the second I get a text of someone asking me hey do you have a restaurant recommendation or hey do you have that email or hey do you have that paperwork and you can attest to this I drop everything we could be yeah, in the middle of watching a movie or we could be on a hike or whatever, and I'm there digging through my it's emails. Not a one, it's not a one-word answer either. It's it's like an in-depth response with like. <laughs> I know. I don't. I can't do anything like halfway, so I have to like directions and contacts yeah. and menus, and I'm like, just say the name of the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm on the other side of it where I need to be better at. I think putting up boundaries for other people's times because of our lifestyle and our schedule, how we play every single day, 162 games in 180 days. And it's a late schedule. Um, yeah. Like we're done off the field at whatever, 10 30, 11. And then I'm on my phone from 11 to 2 AM. And 
mm-hmm. you check me all the time where you're like, Justin, what are you doing? Like, why are you sending a text? It's 1130 at night. Or why are you sending a text? It's Sunday. Or why are you sending a text? It's the 4th of July. Like they're probably, or email, they're probably with their family. And I just don't even think twice about it because half the time during the season, I don't even know what day it is because it's just Groundhog's <laughs> Day and we're just going and going and going. Yeah. And like, it almost feels like time and days and holidays like don't even exist because I'm just doing the same thing every day. Right. And so in the baseball world, like I can pick up my phone and text anyone in the baseball world at any time and I won't feel bad about You're it. Probably but I have there. to remember yeah. like texting people or emailing people or calling people not in the baseball world. I'm probably, you know, breaking some of those boundaries that they have set up. Like, why is this guy calling me at night? And then if it's someone that works for your agency or it's someone that works for a company, they probably feel an obligation to yeah. respond to you. And, and I'm to putting that on them and I need to be better about Provide a service. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, hopefully we inspire some other people to do that. I think it's, I don't know. I There's just so much of me with a, being like a people pleaser by nature and, you know, wanting to take care of people. And I'm like a big like acts of service kind of person. Um, so I just think, I don't know. I'm always thinking 100% about other people and I kind of fall to the wayside and my stuff kind of falls further back in line on my to-do list. And then I end up at the end of the day, like you said, and, you know, we didn't take care of our stuff and we did all of this other stuff. So that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Your stuff for you always gets put on the back burner and yeah. then you always end up scrambling trying to get your stuff done last minute. Yeah. And but everyone else has a restaurant to go to and their email <laughs> answered and their paperwork signed and their contracts ready and all of that. And then I'm here like, hello. <laughs> yeah. I told you, you need a like priority list. Like, yeah. As things come in, you just kind of like, drop them in line and priorities and then check off the high priorities first and then make your way down. And yeah, you get to everything you do. If not, then you put it in the next nine to five work day. <laughs> I don't know about nine to five, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably actually putting in more hours than that. And we've been good about on our phone doing like a shared to-do list and oh, kind man. of like dividing and conquering. <laughs> you should see our notes. <laughs> I know it's very absurd, but we're getting so much stuff done. Yeah. It's fun checking the boxes. Yeah. Like in the notes on your phone, you can add someone else. We've done it for like grocery lists or if we're ever having like a Super Bowl party and we want different friends to bring different things, we'll have everyone write on there what they're bringing and check it off and all that. So we've done that with our daily to-do list and I feel like that's helped us be more productive. Yeah, we have foundation lists, we have podcast lists, we have uh, like in, home improvement <laughs> kind home of improvement stuff, and business LA, stuff, the road trip stuff. We have all kinds of lists. We on need our... a list for the list. <laughs> it's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to read through a few of the listener responses. I feel like the first two were the most classic give up soda and stop biting my nails. I, 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 I need to stop biting my nails. You do. You really like gnaw at them and you'll be, they'll put you on TV just like gnawing away on your fingers. And especially like they'll just really like hang on there. Like you can never get him when he's just sitting there like smiling or (laughs) I'll be good for like a week or two at a time. And then they just get to a point and I just like go on a tear and I'm like, oh, mine are absurdly long, but I've been doing the like dip nails, like powdered nails. Right. And mine are so long. These are my nails. And You're they look like those foreign language to me. Sally Hansen um, fake nails, like the press-ons. <laughs> they are long. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I was never a big nail biter, but you definitely are. Give up soda. 
that one we obviously do when we do our whole 30. I'm not, I don't know. It's a treat now. We do a lot like of a classic Coke just sounds good, but yeah, we I do think a lot of like bubbly, like soda water, flavored soda water. Yeah. We've done the poppies. Soda. Um, I do a lot of kombucha, more like teas, uh, different things. Cause I feel like I drink my big jug, <laughs> which I, I left here. at the gym the other day. It was like horrific. I'm like my jugs, Judy, but it's such a massive, like, thing that we came in the next day and the the <laughs> lady the trainer who wasn't even the trainer for the class that Just we knew. did the night before knew it was hers <laughs> because she had brought it in and she's like oh yeah i knew that was yours like i've seen you lug that thing around it's more of a workout than it's the weight my, you're carrying to station to station <laughs> <now> my, my <laughs> statement accessory everyone knows um okay run a marathon i love that that's a favorite one because i feel like maybe you might have inspired some of that. I hope so. We are, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but the LA Marathon is in March again. Obviously, the 2021 marathon was postponed to November, but now they're trying to keep it right back on track with March. So I have been named a LA Marathon ambassador again, which I'm super excited Woo-hoo. about, but also very nervous because usually you finish a marathon and you're supposed to shut it down for a while and take it easy. But I mean... I have to, training starts today. It's it's time, it's go time. And if I want to get that PR, which even if it's by 10 seconds, it's a PR. Um, Got to get it going again. And we are a official charity again. Yes. So sidebar advertisement for it. If you want to run, you can message me or email the foundation and we will get you dialed in. There's a 5K, which is three miles. And I feel like that would be actually a really good starter point to get to you'd have three months to train for you can do I think there's programs I've looked them up online like couch to 5k or for people that literally cannot even run for two minutes which uh, two minutes is a long time I don't know little little confession we did a Christmas Eve 5k and I tried to run it and it dominated me excuse me (laughs) dominated me I got um, a mile and a half and then I had to shut it down and I started doing uh, intervals and I was crushed. So even if you can't run the whole thing, like it's okay. And the course <laughs> is, is challenging with the hills around, Do- you start at Dodger Stadium, which is super cool. You finish at Dodger Stadium, which is super cool. And you can walk it. We all walked it with the ambassadors last year. It's just kind of a final shakeout before the marathon. But I feel like it's such a good start for if you want to kick off your fitness goals or have... I don't know, just something to get you moving. Like I said, every day do, you know, something active or the three times a week do something. I think that would be a good event. So you could do that, obviously, for the Justin Turner Foundation and fundraise for us. We have cool incentives um, for you to win prizes. And there's also the half marathon, which you have to run for a charity to do the half marathon, which is 13 miles. So probably a little more advanced, but I have trained for that in two weeks and finished it. So (laughs) it is doable. And then the whole shebang the 26.2 miles so definitely something that could help whoever said this i think we already have three runners um, signed up right we do i we know have three runners on our team so I need thank to you to those three awesome runners who are already signed up <laughs> and getting their fundraising going yes we wish you the best of luck and hopefully we have a big old team running this year yeah that would be incredible so 
Yeah, run a marathon. Someone just said be better than I was last year. I think that's, that's great. cool. I love that. Strengthen my relationship with God. Get healthy. Start a podcast. Okay. There we go. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. I actually was telling you that I want to be more diligent about doing episodes consistently. Yep. I've been getting a lot of messages saying hello, we need a new episode. I and know. so when I take time off, like we took a little time off after the season and then taking time off right now for the holidays. I don't know. I feel like it's like we watch so many shows. We watch like This Is Us and it'll just disappear for six weeks and they'll be like, oh, this is our fall break. And then we're mad. Yeah. So I don't want people to be mad. So I'm going to definitely gonna be happen. more on it and cranking out more episodes for everyone this year. And keep it consistent. Yeah. But for whoever's starting a podcast, just get on and start talking. That's the best way to do it. Just hit record. Hit record. That's the hardest part. Yeah. I'm always happy to help too. I've had some people message me and ask how to get it rolling and I will save you a lot of time because I didn't ask anyone shocker for help (laughs) and I just kind of faked it until I made it and posted it and figured out how to get it all out to we got a couple the, notes. The different platforms. We got a couple notes. Don Don Martin helped us out a little bit. Yeah. But he, he kind of just read some stats to us. Yeah. He was like, most podcasts don't make it past like six episodes. <laughs> he said seven. The average podcast seven, has yeah. seven total episodes. And it mm-hmm. is interesting when I'll see people start them. I'll always go back and just see like how they're doing or all that. And there are so many that yeah. end like very quickly. And it, it is a lot. And you think it's just a 45 minute or an hour a week. And there is a lot that go into it, especially when you have guests and you're coordinating schedules and you're editing episodes and posting them. And then obviously on the social media side and the promotion side, but it's fun and I like it, but it is, it's, I think a lot of people start it thinking it'll be similar to just hopping on like an Instagram live for 40 minutes and just chatting. And then you realize, Oh, okay. There's a lot that goes into this, especially if you don't have a producer or someone to help you with booking and managing it. I guess he didn't really help us with the structure of our podcast, but he did give us some good milestones and some numbers that like, yeah. oh, the average podcast Motivation. is this long, the average podcast lasts this many episodes, blah, 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 blah. So we were like, okay, cool. He did say to go back and listen to your episode and count your ums and your likes. And I I don't listen to the episodes. I do. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a lot of people talk that way. So this is... When a new episode comes out during the season, I listen to it on the way into the field. I know. And then sometimes I get in your car and you haven't finished it yet. And I'll hear my voice no. <laughs> and I'll say, turn it off. I don't want to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> I probably should to improve. And I think it would be like a dancer watching their performance back and making adjustments. And I don't know. Maybe I should. I haven't counted my ums or likes. I'm sure there's an infinite number, but (laughs) I do listen. It's okay. I haven't actually had an email or a message come in that said, please stop saying like. So we've had other stuff, but not that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we've had all the criticism. Okay. Read all of the Harry Potter books. Never. You might need a whole year for that. Really? How many are are there? Thick. I I tried to read one. There's like eight or nine now. I rented one from the library. I want to say in high school. Would that be the right timing? Um, yeah, they, I started oh, yeah, reading yeah, them Yeah, yeah, yeah. They school. came out in middle school, when I was in middle school. Don't age me. And I rented one from the library and I tried to read the first page and I couldn't do it. So I'm sorry to all the, what do you call? Potter, Potter fans. Is it Potterheads? That sounds. Know. Uh, there's seven books. 
seven bucks and they're but they're thickies they're very thick um <laughs> i think i told this story on here before but i was uh when i was in high school i thought it would be a great idea to be a ta for like our assistant principal because i wouldn't have to do anything i would just sit there and little did i know he was going to come in and be like hey you're not just going to sit here and do nothing like i'm going to make you read and he brought in harry potter and i was like oh man this is going to be did you have a choice or he forced you to read harry potter well he was like look just like read a few chapters and see if you like it and then if you don't like it maybe we can talk about going a different direction (laughs) i ended up reading like four books that harry potter books that semester i just got you had them in your room i want to say yeah, I was into. I haven't read the last couple, but I definitely read them when I was in high school because I had to, when I thought I was going to be a, a TA and not have to do anything and just hang out. Um, I ended up becoming a Scholar. what are they called Potterheads. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know I'm there's a, different houses, and then you have loyalty. Like you pick Gryffindor, if you're or Slytherin. Yeah, yeah, and I remember when I was at UCLA, there was a a team. What Quidditch. is it? Quidditch? Yeah. And they would always be on Bruin Walk trying to recruit people for the Quidditch team. I, I mean, I'm a big fan. I love them. I've watched almost all the movies um, and read most of the books. So I think I got through five of Maybe them. Maybe read your final two Harry Potter books in 2022. Maybe. Yeah. You might need a refresher. Would you I remember I have it? such a hard time reading now. Like I get through like four or five pages and I'm like, asleep it's so different (laughs) and i think it's just text and reading short blips and especially going and reading the news online people just want like very quick tidbits of information that's what happened and you you're not used to reading and so when we started our book club in 2020 it was i mean i've read occasionally i'm more of like a biography gal kind of gal but it was hard and you find yourself kind of getting distracted and i would read a lot outside and I would just fully leave my phone inside or I'd run a bath and read in the bath and you just can't have anything distracting you unless it's you're in a really really juicy part of the book but most books take a minute for you to get all the characters down in the settings and the plot and all that so I think in the beginning you really have to hone in or I don't know we're just trained now to just not have I, I think you're onto something I think a strong text attention messages span. I think text messages have ruined the my capacity to read it's just on to the net you i mean you'll even be watching something on tv and you're still playing on your phone like i think people are just so overstimulated and i think with kids like they'll have a show on and then they're sitting with their ipad and they're like it used to be you just have one thing to focus on and now it's there's just so much happening so maybe maybe i will try to read those last couple (laughs) i I can get through it i love it I'm here for it. And I want you to do the old, maybe even get them from the library so you can really crack it open. Oh, yeah. No Kindle reading. No. I don't love the digital. Yeah. I love the old school. Yeah. Okay. So beyond that, someone said actually save money, which makes me think that they've maybe <laughs> not done a good job at saving money in the past. I think there's a few apps that you can use that can help with that where it can, I've seen one where you can set it up. It might be a specific bank, but you can, let's say you make a purchase on your debit card for $10.51. It'll round up and put that change off to the side. And at the end of the year, you've saved money or I don't know. Some people set a percentage of their paycheck or something like that. But I think there are a lot of tools that you can do to have realistic savings because it's hard. I feel like you just go in and talk to someone at your bank and they can help you kind of set something up that makes sense for you and where you're at financially. Yeah. 
I think people maybe are just a little embarrassed or afraid to like just go in and ask the questions yeah. to like someone at their bank and yeah. ask for help. I mean, everyone I feel like now is more reluctant to ask for help because it's seen it as like a weakness. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think it's a weakness at all. I think it's, you know, a pretty good characteristic, a pretty good trait that you're willing to be open to better yourself by asking questions. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it's doable. And for again, sure. like small goals, don't do something unrealistic for yourself, but little tidbits. Um, focus on me. I think we talked a little bit about that. Someone said not have any resolution so I don't disappoint myself. Mm. Did you submit this one, Justin? I didn't. <laughs> not being on the phone as much. That one's the screen time you can set. That one's tough. Because a lot of work is on the phone and I've thought about this too and I think mine would just be staying on task when I'm on my phone because if I'm on there doing a post for the foundation or the podcast or anything I think sometimes I'll be on there for work and then I end up opening something else. It happened the other day I was like hey can mm-hmm. you go and look at something <laughs> and you're like, like directions yes. or something and, <laughs> and I'm like watching you and you open your email and then you open your Instagram and then you open your Twitter and I'm like <laughs> what are you doing and she's it's like i'm so, doing it and i was like okay it's, so but like, it's just overstimulation that's all there and then you'll get a message and then you have to respond yeah okay i do the same thing i know i know i know there was a what is it a meme i, don't, I never know the difference meme and it was most of marriage is just accusing the other person of being on their phone when you just put your phone away oh my god God. But I, feel I like haven't I'm, seen that meme, but I feel like that's us. I know, but I'm better at it at dinner. Like I'll put my phone away almost entirely and you'll have your phone out sometimes. And then I'm like, babe, everyone's seeing you on your phone. It looks like you don't want to be on a date with me. <laughs> she will literally put her phone down and then be like, every time the waiter comes over, you're on your phone. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. It we look looks like, like those you've been people. On your phone the whole night. I know. Like, when you, you look at those couples out on your phone. to dinner and they're on their phone, you're like, oh, that sucks. And then I don't know exposed when that mm. happens to us. okay 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 get a taekwondo kick this down my favorite that i've been trying to master can you share this kick with me when you complete it please because i would love to see it i have a really good feeling you're gonna get this down in 2022 yes keep my car neat and tidy i love that i'm like a big i'm i've been pretty good about that lately my car in high school was like you could have shopped in my trunk. I had so much stuff. Like I was ready for any, and especially through college in and work. School? Yeah. What about, what about now? My car's clean now. <laughs> what do I have in my trunk? I have I a set know. of hand weights for if I go for a trot and a, a pair of gym shoes that I wear gym shoes, which I feel like is what you said in school. And I, I like have a towel. S- I feel like you still have like a bunch of neon stuff, promotional stuff in the back what? of Jeep from like TBD. I don't know. No? No. Oh, okay. I haven't been in your car in a while. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to do a video. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Anyways. Your car. I don't want to talk about it. Keeping your car neat and tidy. I've been good at it. Yeah. Come check me. Okay. I think that's a good one. To be happy. To stretch regularly. I'm not a stretcher. I'm so bad at that. I. That's why. I won't even say that I'm going to do that because I just won't. I'm really bad. Well, that's what happens this is the stuff that you're bad at. You're less likely to do a lot of, right? Yeah. Like people who are good at running, go run all the time. People who aren't good at running, don't go running all the time. 
people who are flexible, they stretch all the time. Like you can go into a gym and you'll see them like sitting down stretching before they work out. And you're like, why the heck are you stretching before you work out? But you're not actually just supposed one to those, stretch before you work out. Until it's just one of those things warm, that I think, I think that when you're good at stuff, you're more likely to do it more often. And when you're not as good at it, it's like a struggle to do because you're not good at it. So it really takes some mental willpower to uh, do it every single day when you're not flexible. Yeah. Someone said, be gentle with myself. I love that. It's all the self-care. And then start walking a bit more. I love that. If you want to do the 5K, let me know. Someone said to listen to your podcast the day it comes out. Be a better husband and father. Don't say anything to myself that I wouldn't say to others. So another be kind to myself. And lose 50 pounds and apply to the LA County Sheriff's Academy. I love this. Yeah, that's a good one. These are these are good. I hope that maybe I forced a few people to think of theirs. I know. So they can You made me think of one. <laughs> <laughs> Read Harry Potter. That one and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be better with our time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, cheers to twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. And good luck to all your resolutions. Yeah. Like every one of you can do it. I think so too. It's perfect. Um, I feel like one of mine can be my Duolingo. Ooh, we are crushing the Duolingo. <laughs> I don't know if anyone does this app, but it's a foreign language app where it's set up kind of like little games or quizzes, I guess. Uh, and you can go in there and pick whatever. They literally have every single language. Um, I think the most popular is Spanish, but... I put on Japanese as one of my languages because in high school, that was the one that I did. Um, and it was actually kind of surprised at how much I retained from my years of taking Japanese in high school, <laughs> but doing Spanish and it's pretty good. I think it's, I'm worried because I'm getting pretty good at it on the app, but I'm just worried in like real life application if someone was talking to me. I feel like I would be like trying to picture how I learned it on the app or I don't know. There was a family sitting next to us at dinner last night and they were speaking Spanish and I looked at court and I was like, is your Duolingo kicking in? I know. <laughs> it, I'm getting there. I've, I'm on like a pretty good streak right now. Uh, I think I have like 17 days in a row of completing a lesson. So we'll see. I don't know. That could be a fun one for someone to learn a little bit of a, a different language. Um I don't know. I think it's cool if you have a trip coming up or you just want to help. I had my mom join the app. I just think it's good for like starting to retain information and remember things and kind of like jog your brain a little bit. So, well, there's so many games on phones that I feel like everyone sits and plays, like myself included. I sit and play balls or whatever <laughs> these, <laughs> these games are. And wow, it's like if you really want to like have productive, yeah, downtime, maybe make yourself better, like do the duolingo app it feels like a game because you're competing you can invite friends you can earn points yeah there's challenges and you're literally learning like a second language like who in their mind you can't play with thought? your balls and learn spanish no well <laughs> 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 oh boy all right let's go on to the next subject <laughs> <laughs> what's true no, like you cool. could play Candy Crush until you're <clears throat> blue in the face, but yeah. you're not, what are you really getting? I mean, I guess it's good for like, I don't know, to do something. And they have, they have little things on there that says playing Candy Crush every day helps your 
I don't know, mind. And I'm like, okay, does it? Yeah. But I don't know. Not to knock Candy Crush because sometimes you just want to play something mindless when you're on a flight or you're on the train or you're sitting there. Need to, I don't know, waste some time before <laughs> you have a doctor's appointment. But are you laughing? I'm laughing at the sometimes you just want to like not think about anything yeah. and be able to play a game, but, which is yeah. But I'm on the dual. I have a lot of resolutions. It's just going to be New Year, same me, but better me, taking care of myself. Like it. I love it. Well, we promised an update on our journey, our RV journey. Obviously, last year the episode about the RV trip was. Very popular, and to this day, people still, I don't know, we say we're on our RV trip. We So we took the RV from L.A. back to Indiana, where I grew up, and we stay here through the holidays, and last year, we took the RV here, and then on the way back, if you haven't listened to the RV trip episode, Justin misjudged a tunnel. tunnel. Like a Looney Tunes style. <laughs> it really was. We're like Wiley Coyote painted the thing on, but it was yeah. really, yeah. And took off the AC, which who needs AC in the winter? Yeah. Um, it was snowing. And there was a hole it. in the, the ceiling of the, the roof of the RV and a couple of flurries came in. It's fine. Everyone was safe. It was great. We got the repairs done and safely journeyed back to L.A., and we thought, why not do it again? Not <laughs> minus the taking off the roof, but still to this day, we we're at Walker's wedding and we'll run into someone or they'll write us and say, hey, do you keep the roof on? And it's going to be it one of those. It was a New Year's resolution last year to keep the roof on the RV this year. <laughs> you made it, but we still <laughs> well, have we still our have drive to, back. We still have to drive back, which yeah. is when we did the last time. So. Yeah. It's true. So we made it out. Um, I think we had talked about things that we wanted to do differently on this RV trip. And last year, we were definitely the fake it till you make it RVers. We were not the seasoned veterans like on uh, the movie RV, which we'll <laughs> share about that later. But we last year, we just kind of loaded the RV and started driving. And we thought that every RV campsite would be like a hotel where you could just pull up Check in. Say, hey, I need a room or reserve it online. And then you get your spot. You drive in to your spot, plug in, and you're there for the night. That was not the case. And especially with it being winter, a lot of these RV parks and campgrounds are seasonal. So we kind of ran into the issue of a lot of them, especially not so much in, in Utah, Colorado, that area. But as you get into the Midwest where there's obviously not going to be people traveling and camping through the middle of Nebraska. Nebraska, especially. Yeah, you know. we ran into not having the easiest time. So we ended up driving super, super long hours last year to get into the next city or the next spot where we could pull and plug in and, and stay for the night. So this year, we definitely sat down. I think we used a website, Road Trippers, Road Trippers. and the KOA campground website. And really had to sit down and think realistically, where do we want to go every day? Where do we want to stop? Where can we get to safely? If there was weather through Colorado or Utah, like how much would we be able to do and be able to get in safely? Um, and I think it worked out a lot better. There was definitely one day where we had to scramble. The first night we got, we just got to Vegas the first night, which was doable and it was easy. 
um, and plugged in there. And then I wanted to go to the hot springs. But even Vegas was a situation because there was a... Oh, yes. Amazon. So normally we just stay. There's one at Circus Circus. Shout out Circus Circus. And they we'd called because their website said everything was completely booked up. And so we called and they said Amazon actually rented out our entire RV park for their production crew for some event or filming or something. Yeah. So they're like, we have nothing. And there were a few that were rented out. So we found one a little bit off the strip down more downtown. Is it Sam's Sam's town or something like that? Sam's town, (laughs) something like that. So that worked out, but I wanted to stop at the hot springs in Utah. It's called Mm -hmm. mystic hot springs and get in there and they have these outdoor natural hot springs um they have them a bunch of different places i think southern california has a few but through utah and you reserve two hours in a tub outside which who knows what to expect when you want to just bathe in someone's backyard essentially (laughs) and so (laughs) we reserved it but it required us getting into vegas which we got in pretty late i would Mm -hmm. say which i have to just say you told me that you didn't think because we got the rv around like 3 30 you didn't think that i could pack up all my stuff for the month and get the rv loaded and be ready to go you were like there's no way we get on the road by eight o'clock and we were on the road and our happy asses were driving down the freeway by 7 30 7 i think yeah yeah so but wasn't ideal raise your expectations (laughs) for me but we got in super late and then we had made an appointment at the hot springs i think it was for 11 a.m right 11 a.m yeah and And then time change and you add all that in there but we got there and it was definitely stunning but i think you kind of had to like throw i mean it wasn't like a nudist colony but i think you had to throw like inhibitions you're just fully in the middle of someone's like land the side of a mountain yeah getting in these hot tubs and it was crazy yeah i think up at the top there was like actual like porcelain bathtubs that they had the hot springs kind of draining into yeah. and then running down into off like the a red rock off the was... like down into like a bigger pool yeah. uh, i'll have to share the photos and videos we took a bunch of photos and videos i'm sure court will put a reel together and I know I've been on the reels train lately. It was really cool. It was in it was in Monroe, Utah. Yes, it wasn't too far off the path because there were a few that were really big and kind of, I would say like the Disneyland of hot springs. But this one was more casual, and Mm -hmm. we we didn't have to go more than fifteen minutes off of the freeway. Only one other couple there, and we actually had good weather the whole time driving through. Oh my gosh, we got so lucky. So that was, I mean, it would have been cool if it was like snowing while we were in the hot springs those would have been crazy it was pictures, almost but too warm I know. like i was in there for a little bit and it you was can, like 46 or something yeah you book like, a two-hour soak but it was actually like it got overwhelmingly hot mm-hmm. for a point and normally you're in a bath at home and it cools off and you're in there and you you're like okay this is a good temperature yeah. and this obviously doesn't cool off and it was just so warm yep but the ones down below i think were a little cooler the one and down below was like the big, like natural red rock yeah. tub. It wasn't an actual tub, which was really cool. And it had like the waterfall, the big thing coming down. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was, I'm glad we stopped. And I wish it's hard with the dogs because we have our two dogs with us. And I feel like we have to think of things that 
we can do with them or I don't know. So we can't do too much crazy world's largest ball of yarn exploring without them. So I don't know. I just, I, I love RV life. I love that you stop, you sleep in it. We made our breakfast in there. We made lunches, dinners, posted up, started a campfire one night. You grilled some hamburgers. One of them ended up on your white shoe. Ruined my slip on. <laughs> he was so excited for these shoes, these like Adidas slip on. It reminds me of like the old school, like Keds from like back in the nineties, just like a clean white slip on. And we picked up burgers and thought, okay, it's pretty nice out. And this, the campground that we had reserved that night had a fire pit. So we thought, why not just grill out? And I got all of the classic Midwest staples, potato salad, macaroni salad, and iceberg lettuce and burgers and the whole shebang. I think I've said that word twice on this episode now, but I just hear a sound. I'm inside like prepping all the fixins, and I just hear a sound outside of like, oh crap. <laughs> and then Moon started licking your canvas shoe after. You were like, what happened? What happened? I was like, I well, dropped you, the burger. Someone's on my doing shoe. <laughs> a fire pit and then a grill, and you just hear like a scream, and you just assume something's going on. Yeah, it was. I had a burger on my white shoe <laughs> and then the dogs just kept licking my shoes all night. <laughs> the <laughs> worst part them. was you gave us each two patties and you're like, are you going to eat both of yours? I'll just eat the one that fell. Cause I was like, it's fine. You dropped it for like 10 seconds and like just recook it. Everything cooks out on the grill. And then I ended up only eating one of my patties. So you didn't even have to eat the ground patty. You could have ate my second yeah. one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even tell though like looking back looking back i should have offered you my second one but that's all right and then oh, is it like the four second rule or something like that five i think it's the five second rule five second but i think rule? when you put yeah. it on the grill it's yeah. like when you bake stuff out like i think things bake out in the oven because you're cooking them at such a high temperature i don't know who knows so what happened after dinner you're still here uh after dinner we so there this year our rv has a like a DVD player in it, which is, and some, you can plug in cable at the different campgrounds, which we didn't have a TV last year and it was fine. It's kind of nice to unplug, but we saw that they had a selection of DVDs. And so we went with the um, time honored classic of RV with Robin Williams and Cheryl Hines. And So we put it in and we're watching it. I think we were playing Sequence, the board game, which we love. And I don't know, finish the movie. It's so good. It's so, it just, I think it's one of those when you're an RVer and you just get all the jokes. And especially when you're on the actual RV trip, you're just laughing at how. Everything. Yeah. It's just cheesy. It's like, I don't know. It was good, but. It's the original Meet the Millers is what it is. We're the Millers. Or we're the Millers. Without the drug dealing. Without the drug dealing. Yeah. It's the PG, we're the Millers. So you go outside because we had kind of the lights on outside. I wanted to to make sure the fire was complete. Okay. Like a very smart RVer, campground attendant. Yes. And what happened? And the people who were in the RV next to us were standing outside. I don't know what they were doing. Smoking a cigarette or drinking a beer and as I walked out of our RV this year there's actually speakers on the outside 
<clears throat> so you can set the zone for inside the RV or outside. And we had no idea, but <laughs> the movie was like playing full blast on the speaker outside of the RV. And as I walked out, I was like, oh my God. I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. Like I had no idea, you know, these speakers were on out here and they were like, oh, don't even worry about it. We love RV. It's one of our favorite <laughs> movies. So they were just sitting out there having a cigarette, drinking a beer, like listening to the audio of the movie RV, <laughs> like enjoying themselves. Good thing and we weren't watching a porno or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. <laughs> the DVD, those DVD I, pornos. I, I don't even know where you'd find those. But they were great. They were like, okay, now the movie's over. We're going to start blasting some ACDC. We're going to get the party started. And I was like, like we're oh going my to God. bed. It was just weird because, you know, at the campgrounds, it's really like... People go to bed early. Yeah, once the sun goes down, it's like a little ghost town. You don't really see anybody. So I was really nervous that I was going to make someone pretty upset, and they were really cool about it. So thankfully, we had nice neighbors. Yeah. I don't know. It's been pretty good so far, I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we've had we've only had one issue, and that's when you open the side door. There's stairs that come out, and you have to wait for them to get all the way out um, before you can walk up them or down them. And it was like really cold here in Indiana one day, and I was in a hurry, and I ran out to the RV, and I opened the door and like jumped on the stairs to go up into the RV before they fully opened, and I knocked them out of the motor that's <laughs> underneath. And then the stairs wouldn't open and close anymore. So I had to take the stairs to an RV shop and get them fixed a couple of days ago. But we still have a roof. But that was the, that's the only kind of glitch we've had so far. Yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we will definitely have to do another episode and let you know how the way back of our trip went and keep sharing your New Year's resolutions with us. We love reading them and they're giving us some good ideas for 2022. We'll probably try to share some of those Yes, as they come in. Uh, exciting news. Spotify now allows you to rate podcasts. I don't know if they let you review it, but they're just letting you do a rating. So all my Spotify listeners here's your chance hit us with a star review preferably five stars as many as you can (laughs) just keep hitting it until they tell you stop um and then apple listeners obviously you can rate and review and subscribe on any and all platforms just subscribe away and we will talk to you next week thank you for listening and happy new year happy new year happy 2022 (laughs) bye boom Bum 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 b